0: Welcome to Power and Pleasure, All Things Women's Health Uncensored. I'm your host, Kim Billick. I'm a women's hormone health coach and womb healer. And yes, this podcast is going to be raw and juicy. We are going to be talking about all things women's health uncensored. We'll be talking about periods, hormone health, ways to improve your sex life, pregnancy, miscarriage, And those things going on down there that maybe you're just too embarrassed to ask your doctor, talk to your partner about, or maybe even your girlfriends. Consider this podcast real girl talk, and it's going to leave you knowing more about your body, about your menstrual cycle, your periods, and so much more. Welcome. I am super excited to have this conversation here today, talking about food and how to sync it with your cycle. This is so important and I think doesn't get talked about enough. Like, have any of you been to the doctor to complain about, not necessarily complain, but, you know, you're showing up there because you have heavy periods, missing periods, menstrual cramps, and your doctor just tells you it's normal or it's in your head, especially if you're dealing with more mental health issues like depression or anxiety, moodiness, stuff like that. And yeah, they're just kind of brushing it off. Because I could tell you, I've been there. I was there when I had lost my period. And the only thing that the doctor had to offer me was birth control. Now, have any of you been to your doctor with one of these complaints and they asked you, what have you been eating? What is your diet? And actually looking at your nutrition, looking at if you have any mineral nutrients or vitamin deficiencies, and even checking to see what your gut health is like. This is such an important part of hormone health and your period health. And I hate to say it doesn't really get addressed much in Western medicine. And not to talk down about doctors, but realistically, the average doctor only gets about 19 hours of nutrition in their whole schooling 19 hours. And some of these doctors are in school for like 10 years. And not to say I'm any better than a doctor, you know, I'm very conscious about not diagnosing any of my clients, you know, I may say, it sounds like this, but you know, let's go get some labs and talk to your doctor. So always respectful to that. But, you know, as a hormone health coach, uh, who is certified in functional nutrition, specifically for women's health, like the amount of training I've had, compared to these doctors specifically on nutrition is like, I don't even know, probably 20 fold, if not more. (laughs) So that's why I'm so excited to have this conversation today. And some of you might even be thinking like, what is cycle syncing? Cause that is a bit of a buzzword nowadays, cycle syncing. So as you, or may not know, our hormones are not the same every single day of our cycle. And that is why one day you're feeling more energized and maybe very confident. And then the next day or next week, you know, your energy is a little bit lower. You wanna be left alone. May be feeling a little more irritable, and that's because us women, we our hormones shift throughout our cycle. Uh, you know, estrogen is rising at the beginning of our cycle, along with testosterone peaks when we ovulate, and then in a healthy cycle, it's going to drop. The estrogen and testosterone are going be to begin to drop at the f- beginning part of the luteal phase, and the progesterone will rise. That is, if um, you don't conceive when you ovulate. And then, you know, as we approach our menstrual phase, our also known as our period, then our hormones are going to drop to their lowest point. And with that, you know, our energy is going to change, our mood's going to change. But also, what's really important with that is the foods that we eat. So eating certain foods through each phase of your cycle could really help with maintaining a healthy cycle and also managing any symptoms that you may be experiencing. Now, I know for some of you, this might be a little bit much, but before I really get into it, maybe even put this on pause for a second and go grab a pen and paper and just take a couple notes because there definitely will be some noteworthy moments through the rest of this podcast. But also before I really get into certain foods to be eating during each phase of your cycle, there are four phases. um, I want to just say, if anything, if you get anything out of this podcast, I want you to keep a few things in mind. Ladies, stop skipping breakfast. If you are constantly or consistently not hungry when you wake up in the morning, that alone could be a sign of a hormone imbalance. And it's really important to try eat breakfast within an hour of getting up. It helps with our cortisol levels. It could help with our blood sugar levels, two really important things that support our hormone health and two things that also could lead to hormone imbalances. Eating breakfast in the morning could also help with those mid-morning or afternoon crashes, those energy crashes, and binging later on in the day. So with that, I also want to really stress is with all your meals to be eating healthy proteins and healthy fats along with some fiber. This is for your breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. This is once again going to help with your blood sugar levels. So, you know, for example, (laughs) what is like our... I don't know, American traditional breakfast. It's like pancakes, waffles, cereals, bagels, and cream cheese. Like it's just carbs on carbs on carbs. And if you're eating that, yeah, you're feeling real full at first. And then like mid-morning or, you know, if it's later in the afternoon, you get like this crash or even an hour after you eat, you're just feeling really sluggish. It's because you get that blood sugar spike and then it drops. The other big thing is if you are a coffee drinker trying to eat before you have your coffee, not to have coffee on an empty stomach because coffee on an empty stomach could cause some hormonal issues as well. It spikes our cortisol, which I already said, you know, our our hormones and our periods don't like high, high cortisol levels because it puts us in this phase of feeling stressed. And, you know, the body doesn't really know if a tiger's chasing us or we just had too much coffee. It's just going to be, you know, fight and flight type thing. So if anything, out of this podcast, I kind of want you to get that down, okay? And now let's dive in a little deeper and talk a little bit more about foods to support each phase of your cycle. The other thing I want to say around this is, at first, when you start adding these foods in, it may seem like a lot of work. But as you start doing this more and more and really tapping into your menstrual cycle and how you're feeling through each phase, you will be surprised. Your body will just naturally be craving foods. Like I can't even tell you almost every month, right around my last few days of my luteal phase or the beginning, you know, the first day or two of my period, I'm wanting chili. I love bison chili. And (laughs) if you want my recipe, send me a DM after you hear this and I'll send you my recipe. But, you know, bison is full of iron. I put beans in it, kidney beans and Black beans and pinto beans, yes, those three beans, full of iron as well, full of fiber, all great things. And then I put a whole bunch of spices, cayenne, pepper, good for your digestion. And it's just full of nutrients to support my body during that time. And I just laugh every time because I'm like, oh, yep, my body knows I'm about to get my period. And I get to eat this food that is gonna support me. So um be gentle on yourself when you first start this and, you know, just start adding in a couple foods. You, you know, of course, everything I'm going to talk about today is a suggestion. So don't get all stressed out. So I want to, I'm going to start with our follicular phase. This is like our inner spring. And, you know, this is the days as our periods ending. So around day six, seven, eight, estrogens beginning to rise. And, you know, if you are someone that does have a heavier period, having to change your pads a lot more, you know, clots, uh, or a heavier period that, you know, it's seven days instead of five, uh, you know, you are losing more blood. And that could also mean that you are also losing more iron, so during this phase, yeah, it's okay to you know have some red meat, making sure it's organic, whether it's grass-fed, you know, ground beef or, like I said, bison's really good. And then adding in your beans, your lentils, those are all full of iron. Even our leafy greens, you know, to replenish our body of the nutrients, the iron that we left or lost <laughs> during our period. Uh, What else is good to add is phytoestrogen foods. These are foods that mimic estrogen. So in the follicular phase, because our estrogen levels are still kind of low, it is good to, you know, add these foods in because it's going to be supporting our estrogen levels in our body. So this is foods like flax seeds, pumpkin seeds, Our leafy greens, once again, kimchi and sauerkraut. And the nice thing about kimchi and sauerkraut, these are prebiotic foods, which is good for gut health. And there is going to be a podcast specifically on gut health and hormone health coming up soon. And, you know, let's face it, a lot of, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, a lot of hormone imbalances start with gut issues and not having the right nutrients. So having pro, pro, or prebiotic foods in our diet is really important. And then of course, even during this phase, you know, having and taking a good probiotic as well to support your gut health too. So then moving into our next phase ovulation. This is around days 14, 15, 16. And I give a bit of a ball range because I know the free period apps is going to say, you know, everyone's ovulating on day 14, but that's really not the case. So it's, you know, kind of around those days, maybe even day 13. So during ovulation, this is when we reach our peak with both estrogen and testosterone levels. In Chinese medicine, this is also known as our hot phase because our estrogen level peaks. And this is why it's also our inner summer. So think of like summertime, it's really hot. And when do you usually wanna eat in the summertime? You're wanting to eat more cooler foods, lighter foods. And it's the exact same thing when we are in our ovulatory phase. So eating raw, cool foods like salads and berries, strawberries, raspberries, blueberries, all those good berries, um, even foods high in vitamin C. So your oranges, lemons, limes, I mean, adding that more into your water, I don't know if you want to eat a lemon whole, uh, you know, our red bell peppers and even tomatoes. So the vitamin C, um, which are full of antioxidants as well, these vegetables and fruits are really good for supporting our ovaries to then, you know, release a good healthy egg. In this phase, it's also good to eat foods high in omega-3. So our fish, even having eggs, that's gonna support our ovaries as well. And like I was saying, because our estrogen peaks during this time, for the ladies that know they have higher estrogen levels, You may even notice that you do get migraines during this time, or some people even get ovulation pain, and this could be because of the higher estrogen. So it is really good to have vegetables, cruciferous vegetables, which help metabolize high or not high estrogen, but it just helps metabolize estrogen. So what are some of these vegetables? This is chard, chive, bok choy, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, uh, cabbage, broccoli kale, all those uh, veggies in that family are going to all help metabolize and remove the, you know, the estrogen that is within the body. With that being said, is you also want to be having high fiber foods. So a lot of these fruits and vegetables are high in fiber. And the high fiber foods is important because that too is going to support I don't want to say metabolizing estrogen, but removing estrogen from the body. High fiber helps aid in bowel movements. Yes, ladies, a bowel movement a day is very, very important. A poop a day is going to help with your hormone levels, and maybe even two poops a day could help with your hormone levels. So this is going to help flush out any excess estrogen that your body is not needing, And then we move into our luteal phase. Our luteal phase falls into the second half of our menstrual cycle along with our menstrual phase. And as I was saying before, if you don't conceive during ovulation, your estrogen levels and testosterone will begin to decline and progesterone levels will increase. And in this phase, your metabolism actually increases. So if you're feeling a little bit more hungry, don't deprive your body of food, like actually feed your body food. But I think this phase gets a little tricky because this is when the cravings could start kicking in, right? So you want to be mindful of the foods that you are eating, being mindful, eating more healthy carbs. So this could look like whole grains, sweet potato, brown rice. And by eating these foods, yes, they're higher in fiber, which once again is going to help with metabolism if you do have any estrogen, if you have higher estrogen in the body. So it's going to help with that but it's also gonna help stabilize blood sugar and reduce those cravings. What else helps reduce those cravings is eating root vegetables. So think of any kind of vegetable that grows in the ground, radishes, parsnips, carrots, beets. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Those are kind of like the main ones that come to mind for me. And they are naturally a little bit sweeter, right? So if you are wanting something a little sweet that kind of satisfies you, But then they also are going to help stabilize your blood sugar so that you're not just wanting to eat more and more sugars because if you have those blood sugar spikes and then it drops and then it spikes, you're just going to end up on this roller coaster. Other high fiber foods to be eating, once again, to like help with the metabolism and flushing out estrogen during this phase is chickpeas, um, pears and apples. And, you know, even eating those fruits, like those two are a little bit more on the sweeter side for a fruit. So that too will satisfy you if you are having a bit of that um, sugar craving. And like say even with an apple, you know, having that apple and maybe adding some almond butter to it, you know, that's your healthy fat and your healthy protein. So it's a little more savory as well. Also adding walnuts could be very helpful too. And just a little side note of why it's important to still be eating higher fiber foods during this phase is, because of the hot increase in progesterone, this could actually slow down your bowel movements and cause constipation. So, having those higher fiber foods is going to help keep you regular. And then also talking about, you know, the sugar cravings. Let's face it, it happens. If anything, this is the time to have chocolate. And I don't know about that Cadbury milk chocolate type of stuff, but having some actual dark cacao, like 70% or higher. I don't know about me, about you, but personally that's the type of chocolate I like to have anyways. But because it's full of magnesium and women that, you know, tend to be a little bit more moody during this time, having sleep issues, uh, you know, you could be having sleep issues because... That could be hormone imbalance too if your progesterone levels actually are on the lower side. That could cause sleep disruption. Um, but yeah, magnesium helps you know with sleep, your mood, your digestion. And yeah, that could lead to a bunch of PMS issues as well. So a few other foods that you could be adding into your diet that are high in magnesium and are gonna support you during this phase are kidney beans, navy beans, white beans, black beans, pumpkin seeds, cashews, Um, All those are going to be really good for you. And as I was saying with ovulation, this is like the hot time of your cycle, right? It's your inner summer. As you come into luteal phase, especially the second half of your luteal phase, so this is like days 25, 26, moving in towards your menstrual phase, eating warm foods, because especially as you hit your menstrual phase, that is then your cool time of your menstrual cycle, according to Chinese medicine. So these warm foods like soups and stews and chilies are going to help with digestion. It's going to help with your bloating. And then of course, in these foods, just adding in, you know, different spices uh, that are going to help aid you you with uh, your digestion and just feeling better. So things like garlic, ginger, mint, and even peppermint, and you could have a mint or peppermint tea that's going to support you as well. Moving into the menstrual phase, it's still important to be eating those warm foods to support your digestion and just overall how you're feeling. But keeping in mind that during this phase, your hormones are at their lowest now, so that your progesterone, estrogen, and testosterone are all at their lowest. So with this, your energy is more than likely a little bit lower. So to help compensate with this lower energy, it's really important now to be eating those healthy fats and protein. This is going to help you with your energy. So if you're carb loading, you for sure are going to have those sugar spi- or blood sugar spikes and crashes. So keeping that in mind and... I don't know if you've heard the saying "how you bleed sets the tone for your next cycle," and with that, you know it's just like try not to be superwoman during this time and actually honoring your body, slowing down and resting. But this also holds true for how you support your body with your nutrients. So eating the right foods to support your body during this time is actually then going to help you have a good ovulation into your next cycle. So this is really important for any of you women that are maybe on your fertility journey right now, or are considering being on your fertility journey soon. So really just being mindful of the foods that you are eating. And just as I said in the follicular phase, if you are a woman that has a heavy period, you know, your, your bleeds are actually heavy, or, you know, your bleeds are a little bit longer keeping in mind to have nutrient dense foods, full of iron, your red meat, bison like I was talking about before, adding in kidney beans, quinoa, buckwheat, these are all good foods to be adding. The other thing is going back to like trying to avoid blood sugar spikes is eating more low glycemic fruits and vegetables. So your berries, blackberries, blueberries are really good and even eating Uh, mushrooms, all types of mushrooms are great. Adding in seaweed and, you know, like kelp and nori are really good too, because this helps to remineralize the body if it's losing any iron and or zinc, which more than likely all of you are losing at least a little bit during this time. And also adding in some seafood is really good for the iron and zinc as well. So I went through today specifically focusing on um, cycle syncing for nutrition, but I mean you could be cycle syncing for workouts, your sex life, uh, what else, your work life, even your family life. And I can't remember what episode it is. It's kind of back to the beginning, maybe episode six or seven. I go into a little bit more detail of just how our energy shifts uh, through our cycle and why you know you may be acting the way. You are acting. So, if you want to learn a little bit more about this, you could go back to that. And I also, too, just had a recent episode I think it was episode 24 talking about different rituals that you could be doing to support yourself through each of these phases as well. And the last thing I want to add is I do have a journal that I created. It's called the Womb Wisdom Journal. It's available on Amazon. And of course, in the journal, The beginning part of it explains how our energy shifts through each phase of the cycle. But then you get to go on your own three-month journey to really learn and connect to your own cycle. And then you'll start to see patterns and have aha moments like, this is why I feel this way. And during this time, I'm going to start doing this. And during this time, I'm going to start doing this. So it's very, very empowering. It's something I live by now. And like I said, at first it may seem like, wow, this is just so much work, but I could guarantee you after probably like three to five months, you just start seeing these patterns and then it's like autopilot. You're like, aha, okay. Okay this is what I'm going to do on this day. And this is what I'm going to eat and this because this is what my body needs. So of course, uh, you know, I always love to hear if any of you are having any breakthroughs or have any aha moments. So feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, Kim Billick underscore. And of course, there's always other information on hormone health over there. Talk to you soon, ladies.